Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. With you until 6.30 tonight on 106.7 The Fan. We're also live in Richmond for another 55 minutes. It's your pals Grant and Danny. Thanks for making the show part of your day. You can hit us up on social media if you'd like to. At Funny Danny for me. At Humorous Danny on the Instagram. Grant H. Paulson on all socials for Grant H. Paulson. Big on the consistency with Grant Grant Paulson. Got to go with that H. One, I wanted to keep the same thing, but I'm telling you, one guy posted a picture in like 05. To, stole the moniker. Stole it from me. Yeah, that's that's what went wrong for my name on Twitter as well. He tweeted Glenn Beck. No, no, no. So this dude it, one yeah. time wanted to watch Glenn Beck. That's all. He just he tweeted about how excited he was. He expressed excitement for Glenn Beck. He said, I'm gonna watch Glenn Beck tonight. It's gonna be great. And then he never tweeted again. And that that guy that Grant Paulson is out there. Fifteen years ago. With that handle. And I still can't use my Where's name. Elon on that on that, by the way. Fix that. Yeah, let's let's get to that, Elon. Let's get to that on your to do list. Uh, let's go to Kansas City because uh, that's where the champions are, and it's radio, and we can do that. 610 Sports in Kansas City, part of the Odyssey family. My co-host on the weekends on the BetQL Network, Alex Gold, uh, the co-host of Cody and Gold out there. Alex, we appreciate a few minutes, man. Uh, congratulations. Way to go. We're really happy fun. for you. <laughs> Super cool. What's it like to win a Super Bowl? You must. Oh, wait, you already knew how it all went. You Is did the second one better than the ago. first one? Good job. Yeah, guys. It's great to be on with you. Uh, riding the high still from uh, from Sunday night. The adrenaline all in Kansas. Everybody's got the adrenaline going. Uh, and look, uh, we're, we're a little spoiled, to say the least. It is certainly the golden era of Chiefs football. And, and really, I would say Kansas City sports, even if you want to back it up in the last eight years with the Royals uh, winning a title. It's, it's not something, uh, as someone that grew up in, in Kansas City, I ever thought I'd be uh, talking to anybody uh, outside of KC about the Chiefs winning their, their second Super Bowl. In, in four years, it's 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 nuts. It's gotten to the point where we were joking today on the show that you know when Mahomes first became the starting quarterback, that point, if I would have said, "Hey, will you lock up three rings uh, right now and, and just end his career?" Everybody would have said 100. percent And now nobody's willing to lock in three because they think he's going to get more than three. It is. It's amazing what he's accomplished in five years already as a starter. So I guess the big debate then, do they take the same parade route or do they That's switch it up a little bit? <laughs> and are you guys broadcasting from next to the parade tomorrow? Yeah, so it actually is pretty much the exact same parade route. Oh, good, it good. really is. It'll, 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 it'll end uh, at Union Station, which is where the actual stage for the NFL draft actually in Kansas City this year is going to be. It's kind of a, a pretty cool scene with the uh, – Liberty World War One Memorial that's up on the hill that you guys maybe have seen in, in the past and certainly will see at the draft. But uh, we will be broadcasting from the prayer. I will say this, Grant, 
uh, different location for us to broadcast from, at least, right? We're mixing it up. We're not going to broadcast from the same spot. Uh, we're going to be in a little different area on the parade route, and it should be way nicer weather than it was in 2020 when it was, I don't know, 10 degrees outside and miserable. No, good. I, we were worried about that. We were concerned. We I just know, wanted I you guys to yeah. be comfortable. Yeah. concerned. So uh-huh. many, it's hard to get to go to so many parades. You get so tired. Um, Alex Gold with us here on Grant and Danny. Uh, since your question, though, okay, so you, you, Pat Mahomes has been there for five years. The years that you guys haven't won it, like I wouldn't have picked this one as a likely Super Bowl champion time, if that makes any sense. Like if I'm judging Chiefs teams objectively, I would have thought one with a healthy Tyreek Hill at the end of the season just would would make things easier. I would have argued maybe some other personnel groupings might have been you know uh, more be- you know more easier suited, more likely suited to hoist the trophy. And yet here we are. How did this group do it? That's why I think this is the more impressive one of the two. You know, I think you, you factor in what you said there about Tyreek Hill getting traded, and we all know Tyreek Hill is still performing at a top three, top two wide receiver level in the NFL, and they were willing to trade him away, and it was the biggest question everybody had coming into this season. What does an offense look like without Tyreek Hill? And what do they do? They, they end up as the number one offense in football. Patrick Mahomes is a much better quarterback today than he was in 2019, as crazy as that is. That was a guy that won MVP the year prior to that. And now, of course, had an MVP season here in 2022. And, and he's just become a more patient quarterback. He's been willing to accept uh, what the defense uh, is giving him. They certainly have wide receivers that uh, don't necessarily stand out on, on the stat sheet uh, outside of Travis Kelsey, who we basically might as well consider a wide receiver in this offense. Uh, but they were able to just spread the ball around. Different guys stepped up and you know, I, I think the defense came along further than everybody thought as well. I think that's the other part. We could talk about the offense all day, but this defense ended up being a lot better than, than everybody even in Kansas City believed it could be. And they did it with a bunch of rookies, guys, and I think that's what's really uh, exciting Chiefs fans about the future too, other than Patrick Mahomes, is there were three rookie corners contributing in big-time moments this year. There was multiple seventh-round draft picks, including the running back, Isaiah Pacheco. I mean, they, they drafted so well in the last two years and in this past year with those picks they got from the Tyreek Hill trade to where they, they were able to move these guys along as the season went, go, went on, and, and they set themselves up through the tough AFC as well. I mean, so that's why it's impressive to me more so than 2019. You know, they went through Tennessee in 2019, uh, and, and, and you take a look at their path versus this year uh, against Cincinnati in the AFC title game. So, uh, Chiefs fans uh, looking at 2019 to 2022 now, and I think most uh, agree while that was special because it was the first one in 50 years, this one's far more impressive. Yeah, and to your point, they're set up because Mahomes isn't going anywhere, and they were third in, in minutes by rookies this year in the NFL, and they have 11 draft picks this year. So they're just getting started. Alex Gold, who does radio out in Kansas City, with us, uh, joining us on Grant and Danny. We actually had John to talk Eric Bieniemy, so I want to transition into that. Uh, he may be coming to Washington. First thing I want to know is, how involved is he actually? Yeah, so heavily, heavily. I mean, he is absolutely involved in game planning and the weekly preparation. Uh, I'll give you an example, even in the Super Bowl. And Andy Reid does a really good job of, of trying to not only promote Eric Bieniemy, but really everybody on his offensive staff and his coaching staff, and make sure that. Uh, they get recognition. And there was an example after the Super Bowl win uh, for Eric Bieniemy on Sunday night. You guys recall the Kadarius Tony touchdown where he was just wide open in the flat and really walked in the end zone. That was a look that Andy credits to Eric Bieniemy in terms of what he saw 
from earlier in the season. It was actually a play that Doug Peterson and the Jaguars ran against Philadelphia, and Andy credits EB for you know finding that play, seeing that, scouting that out, and implementing that in, in KC. He specifically named Eric Bieniemy for that. Uh, so I think he's heavily involved, no doubt. Now, uh, as far as calling the plays, which everybody always questions, no, he, he doesn't call the plays. He, he may see his mouth moving with the headset. He, he's actually you know calling in the plays, if, that, if, if you want to go that far, uh, but he's not the one calling the plays. He, he's the one in the ear of Patrick Mahomes, but he's not calling the plays. So, Alex, Grant and I have kind of been hypothesizing, because Bianca is having interviewed at one point or another with half or more of the, of the teams in this league and hasn't landed a gig. We've hypothesized that somebody may be skeptical, just based on that relationship you mentioned with Andy Reid, that Reid's the genius and, and he's also there, and he may need to go somewhere else, spread his wings, run the entire show. What are your thoughts on that? And then maybe in your own words, why do you think he hasn't gotten a head coaching gig yet? So that's where we're at in Kansas City now as well. I mean, this has been a conversation, as you pinpointed, uh, for the last couple of years. Why is he not a head coach in the league? And everybody has tried to come up with the reasoning. I think, you know, the notion that, well, just because he doesn't call the plays uh, is why he's not getting a look, to me, just doesn't hold up. Uh, we, we have plenty of examples, not just with Andy Reid's coaching tree, but in coaching in general, guys that did not call plays but became head coaches. Some have been successful, some haven't. Doug Peterson, of course. He didn't call plays in Kansas City under Andy Reid. He went on and won a Super Bowl in Philly, but got a job. Matt Nagy uh, went into Chicago, got a head coaching job, didn't call plays in Kansas City under Andy Reid. So I don't, I don't buy that it's just that he's not calling the plays. But, I mean, you're right. I mean, Andy Reid is the mastermind. There is no doubt uh, with that whatsoever. It's just that hasn't limited other guys. Uh, the, the other part to it, now that we're far enough in, and he has interviewed with about half of the league, if not more, um, I think the only solution for him, if he wants to be a head coach, that at least gives him an opportunity because right now whatever he's been doing hasn't worked, and I think it's, it is ridiculous it hasn't, is to go do what you're saying, which is take an offensive coordinator job, separate yourself from Andy Reid, and go be you know, Eric Bieniemy on your own. You know, Mike Kafka left, Eric Bien-Ami, or left Kansas City, I should say, to become the OC under Brian Dable there in New York. He's getting head coaching interviews, didn't get a head coaching job this go-around, but he uh, turned Daniel Jones into a very serviceable quarterback. Can Eric Bieniemy go and do that in Washington or somewhere else? And is that enough? My, my worry is that there will be some new excuse. And, you know, I, it's hard for me to look at the, the reasoning for Eric Bieniemy uh, not getting hired uh, now, just being that he's not the hot name anymore. Uh, but two years ago, how could I not think that there is still some, some bias maybe that is going on with coaching hirings and the practices in the NFL? But here in 2023, I think his biggest problem is that look at the guys that have passed him up. I mean, in the Eagles, the coordinator gets a head coaching gig. They lost to the Super Bowl. It's pretty remarkable. Uh, but Eric Bieniemy is not the hot name anymore. Uh, you have a two- or three-year window. We see this happen quite a bit. Byron Leftwich was the hot name in Tampa uh, a year or two years ago. Now he's out of a job. So you have to strike while the iron's hot. And it's unbelievable to me that he wasn't able to get a head coaching gig about two years ago. Yeah, it's stunning that it hasn't happened yet, and it does make you wonder, right? I mean, there's a reality we have to acknowledge, which is that the number of blackhead coaches in the league is very minuscule, and obviously as a minority candidate, having interviewed as much as he has, it's reasonable to ask if he was not a black offensive coordinator, would he have a job or not? To me, though, that there are African Americans that do get hired, that have gotten hired, so it's almost like, can that be the only thing? I, I don't know. It would be crazy to think it's yeah. not a factor, 
But is he is the interviewing process something that has been an issue? Is it just that he lives in Andy Reid's shadow? I mean, th- there are other factors that I'm just curious about. Like people suggest, I heard someone today say, "Well, maybe you know the DUI he had like 20 some years ago. Should that really keep him from being a head coach yeah. now?" I mean, everyone's just trying to find a solution, and I guess I don't know what it is, but we all think it's got to be something. Maybe it isn't. Maybe it's just that. This is a weird situation. I don't know. What do you think? And this is the this exact same thing around this time of the year uh, for the last three years. These are all the same conversations everybody has been having in Kansas City. I mean, Andy Reid, right around January or so, Eric Bieniemy, right around January, February, gets asked very similar questions, and it, and it has become kind of this mystery of of why it hasn't happened. I think to your point, it, it's not just one thing. Um, it is, to me, a little bit of hiring practices and bias. I think that was probably more of the issue a couple of years ago because it really made no sense then. I mean, he was, he was the hot name in getting all these interviews. It's hard for me to believe that he's not a great interviewer if you, you, know, if, if you listen to him speak and I was going to say that, Alex. Leave, watching you know? him uh, like just post-game and at the podium and stuff, he, he comes off super sharp and just like yeah. plugged in on everything going on. So I have a hard time believing he just sits down and does a bad interview. Exactly. Yeah, and you know, look, he was—he's he, a bit of a hard ass. There's no doubt. He's caught. You know, I think he's adjusted a little bit. You know, he's—he's he's someone that uh, you used to probably, if you were at practice. I mean, he, you could hear him a mile. I mean, he was—he was, he was he, a mile away. I mean, he definitely was a little more aggressive and in, in, in out there than some other coaches, old school. I would say he's kind of shifted a little bit um, away from that, and maybe that you know, people thought maybe that was by design. Um, but here we are sitting yet again, and, and he doesn't have a gig. I, I think it's terrible and unfortunate that he might need to go be an OC somewhere else to, to get a gig. Um, but to you, you, you brought up the, the past and the criminal history, if you will. I think some of that is just, uh, frankly, uh, ridiculous to, to come up if that really is for owners a problem. You, it's 2001 was that DUI. He did have incidents in the 90s. Um, and we, we saw, not to throw another coach under the bus, but – you know, Matt Patricia got hired by the Lions, and there was that whole thing where he was never charged, though, but there was an old thing with uh, an indictment back in the 90s for him for sexual assault. Um, and he got hired for the Lions coach. So I just don't <laughs> – you know, that's where maybe the bias is coming in. I don't know. But, so I don't buy that something that happened in the 90s when he was with Colorado, including one as a, a, as a player with the Buffs even earlier than that, uh, should be factoring into to owner's decision-making process. Alex, last one for you. Let's say we do that. We are right that he's got to go spread his wings, be an OC somewhere. Where's the best fit for him to, to to thrive? Get that one year in, and then go be a head coach somewhere. Here's the weird thing, now, guys. Is there's not even that many OC jobs open. I thought Baltimore was a great fit uh, if he really was interested, and they were interested. We know now that's not a possibility. I know you guys are in DC, and and you guys got an opening there. And this is you know, you guys know the team better than I do. But I would not want to go be the OC for Sam Howell, guys. I don't think that's smart. Now, look, if you make it work, then, then maybe you're propped up, and we can be talking about him the way we are about Mike Kafka and what he did with Daniel Jones, but do you really want to go to, to Washington, D.C., and, and have Sam Howell as your quarterback and your first time away from Andy Reid as well? That, that That's the guy you're attaching yourself to? I don't, I don't know if you're setting yourself up in good light if you actually take that opportunity. The three that we've thought of today, other than the Chiefs staying put, which I, I feel like at this point it's time to – Time to roll out, as you said. Would be Arizona, who just hired a defensive-minded head coach in Gannon today, the D.C. from the Eagles. Tampa Bay, where you've got a defensive-minded head coach in Bowles. 
and then Washington here with Rivera. Do either of those other two jobs appeal to you? Because if you're Biennemi, Arizona, I think, is a fiasco, at least in year one, because Kyler is going to miss the season. And I'm not sure I would want to hitch my wagon to Kyler Murray anyway. Yeah, the relationship, the, the dynamic between EB and Kyler Murray, I would, I would, that would almost be fascinating to, to watch, just their, their relationship, because as I mentioned, Eric Biennemi is old school. Uh, if you want someone that kind of whip Kyler you know, in, into shape a little bit, um, I, I think that could be very interesting, and, and actually there's a chance it could be a very good thing for Kyler Murray. I, I think now we're at a point, guys, though, even though we all agree it sounds like that he needs to, to venture out from KC, we were talking about this locally today. Now that Baltimore's out of the picture, though, and that similarly was the one really strong option, I think Eric Bieniemy is going to stay in Kansas City again, guys. I really do. Alex, awesome with us, buddy. Enjoy your parade. Have fun celebrating a championship. Very happy for you. It's great, man. <laughs> Thanks, guys. See you, buddy. See ya. There's Alex Gold out in Kansas City. You heard him there at the end saying he thinks he stays in Kansas City. I think maybe because enough opportunities dried up that aren't great situations. Uh, well, th- that to me, maybe? though, is and I'm not knocking him. I think it's perfectly reasonable. But that's someone outside the market who doesn't think highly of Sam Howell. You're going... You're hitching your wagon to a fifth-round pick who's played one game. That doesn't make a lot of sense. But the flip side is, if you think Hal has some upside, if you watch the film and you like him, and you think you can have just a decent season, you're a head coach next year. Yeah. Period. I mean, just like to me, that. there's very low floor taking a job where the expectations are low. Well, here's the floor is, you take this job, and Rivera and everybody gets blown out, and you're now out of work with everybody else. That has ding. Not only could you not get a job when things were going great, and you just helped uh, coordinate an offense that won a Super Bowl. Now you have since moved, lost a job. You, you've gone somewhere else and gotten fired. You're going back to Kansas City and hoping Reed will take you under his wing again. But how many years of rehabilitation is needed to get your re- reputation back to where it was at that mm. point? I mean, that would be my only question or concern. Good information, though, out of KC from Alex. Uh, if it sounded like we weren't seriously proud of the Chiefs and happy for him, that's just how it sounded to you. We are very, very excited for We're Chiefs We're so fans. thrilled. It's great for them. That must have been a, a tough few years without their Super yeah. Bowl. Uh, if you were Eric Bieniemy, would you leave Kansas City to come here? Would you leave the Chiefs and come to the Commanders, yes or no? And how does Washington stack up against Arizona, Tampa, and KC as an opening for him? We'll tackle that next on Grant and Danny. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. I think now we're at a point, guys, though, even though we all agree, it sounds like, that he needs to, to venture out from KC. We were talking about this locally today. Now that Baltimore's out of the picture, though, and that simply was the one really strong option, I think Eric Bieniemy is going to stay in Kansas City again, guys. I really do. Alex Gold, radio in Kansas City, saying Bieniemy might just stay put. Welcome back. We're Grant and Danny. You are listening to The Fan. If you were Eric Bieniemy, could you leave the Chiefs where you've won a couple of rings and just polished off a new Super Bowl win to come to Washington? I actually think if the the debate is the Chiefs are the commanders, Washington will be introducing Eric Bieniemy as their new offensive coordinator because it doesn't matter how good the Chiefs' job is. It doesn't matter how great their offense or how fun it is to work with and call plays for Patrick Mahomes at this point. You are not getting a head coaching job staying in Kansas City. I would say almost in perpetuity, as many interviews as you do, as many years as you're interviewing, for whatever reason, you're not getting credit for being the guy behind their offense pulling some strings with Andy Reid, okay? If you want a head coaching job, you have to leave. And we all know Eric Bieniemy's on record. He would like to be a head coach. So to me, this is really more about, despite what Alex just said, I think he will leave, Arizona, Tampa Bay, if they want him, and Washington. Here's your case for the Commanders. I think the case over Arizona is really easy. Kyler Murray is not a easy guy to work with. Ask Cliff Kingsbury. Here's his number. Give him a call. Number one. Number two, he's out for next year. You've got some stopgap quarterback, some five-win season, bad offense with a backup-type quarterback. You're not going to be able to get anything done offensively that's going to get you a head coaching job. So that's a two-year commitment in hopes that Kyler Murray and you find new heights, you guys get along, you have a great second season there, and after two years, you're a head coach. So that I'll say, nope, I'm better than Arizona. My case if I'm Washington against Tampa Bay would be they have less money to spend than me, they have a lower draft pick in the first round than me. It will be harder for them to find a quarterback than it will be for me. And on top of that, their quarterback is Blaine Gabbert or Kyle Trask right now. I'll take Sam Howell, who was a first-round talent I drafted in the fifth round, who played once and looked pretty good over those two guys. Also, by the way, while they've got a pretty good receiving core, mine is younger and every bit as good or better. In fact, I'm three deeper where they're too deep. I've got a running back room that is younger and better than theirs when you account for Fournette being uh, a a big part of their running game. I've got the resources to invest on the offensive line. We got a chance here in Washington, if you come work for me, 
to be a playoff team that wins a playoff game this year. Tampa Bay's trending down. We're trending up. So I could talk Eric Bieniemy in if I'm Ron Rivera to coming here. I think what it comes down to, as we talked about earlier, now I'm playing Bieniemy. Hey, Ron, can I bring my guys? Can I fire three guys that you've got on staff and hire their replacements from Kansas City Chiefs assistants? Because to me, just like I always say with Mike Rizzo, Rizzo's really good at what he does. It's all the people around him, like Johnny DePuglia, who found Soto, who found you know, some of their top talent internationally in the DR and otherwise, that, that you want in the Nationals organization. And if Biennemi can bring with him three coaches, meaning four guys from that Chiefs staff that have won a couple Super Bowls, that's a huge win for that's Washington. A coup. Yeah. So I actually think this looks pretty good. Now, I'm not acknowledging that they are about to sell, that Rivera could get fired. Those are the, the areas that I'm going to try to avoid in the, in the discussion. Because if they're selling, that's a potentially bad thing to get him paid. And if Ron gets fired and everyone gets blown out, that's a disaster. Tampa and Arizona and Kansas City could probably use that against Washington in their negotiation. Totally. But if I'm the enemy, my eyes are wide open. I'm doing whatever. Wherever I'm going, I'm going for a year. My goal is to be successful, check the last box, go be a head coach. We're, we're both going to use each other. Here's my retort. If, if Tampa Bay starts chirping a little bit, what are the expectations there? Whether they're right or wrong, that's three straight playoff teams. That's a Super Bowl. That's a 13-4 and four team. They won the, a terrible division, albeit this year. But you're going from one of the great quarterbacks, if not the best quarterback of all time, nothing but pro bowlers everywhere. The eye line for them with a veteran team is postseason or bust, best of, of this uh, not-that-competitive division that is the NFC South. What are the expectations here? Yeah, from some irrational fans who think they're going to win 13 games every year, but everybody else is looking at one of the worst offenses over the last handful of seasons in the sport. You are basically a god king if you get this group to average. Average in Tampa Bay looks like a failure. That's what Byron Leftwich went from the hottest candidate in the world to, I don't know about Byron Leftwich because Tampa's offense went into the, the crapper. And even still, that season that Tom Brady had would be as good as any quarterback season here in my lifetime. And it was viewed as a disappointment, and it's time to hang him up, old washed-up guy. The expectations part of this. This group has been wretched. You make them okay. You are a genius. Go get your head coaching gig. Ryan on Twitter just tweeted us and said, just hopped in the car and I'm listening. Why wouldn't the enemy go to the Eagles? Well, Sirianni's an offensive-minded head coach. Now, if... Sirianni said, I'm not going to call plays because Steichen called plays, I think. Mm -hmm. But if, if the enemy could go there and call plays, well, he should go to the Eagles. If, if the Eagles are interviewing him tomorrow and they want him to call plays for Jalen Hurts, he absolutely should. But the entire point of him leaving would be to, quote-unquote, run his own building, you know, offensively, to run his own shop, as Andy Reid said. You're not really doing that if you go to a place with an offensive-minded head coach, although I would point out that Sirianni doesn't call plays, or at least didn't previously. Uh, but more on Reed talking the enemy. This was uh, Andy on this idea of him leaving to try to spread his wings a little bit. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, uh, Eric Bieniemy has been tremendous for us and I think is tremendous for the National Football League. And I'm hoping he has an opportunity to go somewhere and, and, uh, and you know, do his thing where – he can run the show and and be Eric Bieniemy. Um, so uh, and then after that, I I don't know. I mean, I don't know who uh, is going to go. Um, I always wish our guys the best of luck um, and and opportunity. That's uh, that's what they 
what all of them deserve. They, they work hard, and if they can get a promotion somewhere that I can't give them, uh, more power, more power to them. You got a tweet here from Delta says no need to fire coaches. Reed won't allow lateral moves. Well, oftentimes it doesn't have to be lateral completely. You, you give someone a bump in title. So if, if he wants to take just hypothetically the running backs coach for the Chiefs, you would appoint him as your run game coordinator here or something right. like that. Wide receivers coach becomes pass coordinator, exactly. et cetera. Yeah. So there are ways around that. There are ways that you can, and as Andy just said, you know, if, if guys are going to get bigger roles, if they're getting raises, if they're getting better titles, if they're getting closer to being coordinators or head coaches, then you know it might be worth allowing those guys to leave the building. Let's go to Val in D.C. Do, do you think the enemy should leave the Chiefs to come here? Um, I would love if he did. Uh, and I'm saying this as a, as a huge fan, as somebody excited, uh, as a Commanders fan, excited for Howell. Uh, really loved what we saw against Dallas. If I were Eric Bieniemy, I'm not sure I would want to do a one-year staking my reputation and potential prospects for a head coach on just Howell. Not enough footage. I would demand two quarterbacks, and I'd run him and Heineke like Williams and Schrader. Appreciate you. Thanks, dude. Uh, I am just quick, quickly looked up the Eagles' rumors on their OC. It seems like they're going to promote Brian Johnson from within, who people love, by the way. Are you familiar with him at all? QB's coach? Yeah, so he's yeah. been their quarterback's coach. Um, he's 35 years old. He's a Texas native, a young dude, up and coming star, like head coach in two, three years type dude. What's your resume? Uh, Jalen hurts. Okay. You're hired. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. So it sounds like quarterbacks coach, Brian Johnson, who hurts is endorsed, uh, says he's going to be a star one day. I have no doubt in my mind. Um, he's the first guy that they're going to talk to with Steichen leaving, by the way, in the good programs, that's what you do. Yep. You just kind of promote from within. You got a guy waiting in the wings. Um, so that would be one answer why enemy might not go to Philadelphia. But uh, teams should talk to him. I mean, again, 100%, man. he's been – let's just pretend like he's not that involved in all the Chiefs' success in terms of scheming and playing, uh, calling plays. He stood next to Andy Reid while Andy Reid has done a better job than everyone else in that hypothetical for years and years and years. That Just being the sous chef in that kitchen should get you a job. With his reputation and resume, he should not be available. That's This is the way I'm thinking about it. Not You're, as an OC. Right, th- that's my point. He should not be available. If he is available, act accordingly. You know what I mean? Let, let's make it uh, like the day after Thanksgiving for shopping at Best Buy when you can get money off a of TV. Get in there and bring me Eric Bieniemy. Would you pick Washington over those other teams, though? Let's rank those teams and, and let's hit the calls next. 800-636-1067. Uh, of the defensive oriented coaching staffs, right, where you're bringing in an OC that is going to be unimpeded, ideally. Cardinals, Bucks, Commanders still have openings. And the Chiefs, obviously, if he wants to stay put, would be the other one. Although it sounds like he might be ready to go do his own thing. We're Grant and Danny. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. 
You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. to be the OC for Sam Howell, Ron Rivera, and the crew. Let's go to Tony in Annandale, home of the Adams. What's up, Tony? Tony. Tony. Tony, you're on Grant and Danny right now, live. All of D.C. is listening. You will get nothing. You're nothing, Tony. You will like it. Sean in Winchester, what's up? Hey, guys, what's going on? Hey, Sean. Chilling, how you been? Yeah, good, man. I I just heard the interview with the... uh... I don't know the, the talking head out there. That he almost he almost like it sounded like he was scoffing at the, why would he go there for Sam Howell? But I mean, I'm trying to put together. I don't. I can't look it up right now. But when when uh, Alex Smith was quarterback, didn't isn't that when they drafted Mahomes? Yes, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Uh-huh. So I mean, I, I would think if he's gonna if he's really wanting to get out of Andy Reid's shadow, so and so they say, then why wouldn't he go to? The commanders. I mean, there's not much left for him at this point to actually go to. So I mean, and then new ownership coming in. If, if anything, that that seems like uh, boons for him because you know Rivera's not want to coach forever. You know. Well, to me, the argument against here is instability. The organization's in chaos, but that doesn't affect you if your plan is only to do it for one year, right? And that's what I'm assuming here. Now, if if you if you want to go somewhere and thrive for multiple years, this ain't the spot for you. Because of everything everybody just mentioned, right? When we talk about ownership change and if I'm the new owner, everything that was is just gone. I'm washing it away just on principle just so I can try to win people over with bright, shiny new toys. So, yeah, it's not the place you go if you want a multi-year deal and a fast track to maybe being the head coach here. If you want a one-year prove it, which he probably shouldn't have to do, but we're dealing with the reality. If it is what he's got to do, I think this is as good a place as any. I also do think, well, look, I, I, I get what Gold was saying. I mean, put put yourself in his perspective. Right now, you're coordinating an offense run by a guy who has the first five seasons of his career accomplished more than any passer in the history of the league. And he looks like he's on a fast track to be a Mount Rushmore quarterback in the history of the sport. And you're going to leave that, in his opinion, to go call plays for Sam Howell? Like, that does seem crazy. It's There's just so much more context to it. And Danny's right on this. The amount of success you have to have to be viewed as a conquering hero here is insubstantial. It would be a disaster if it was still in Kansas City. Right. What What's needed to be good here. If Sam Howell, at the end of this season, looks like he might be an NFL quarterback. Let's just say he plays at a Heineke level this year. I'm being serious. Now, yes. Taylor Heineke-ish. And this offense ranks 22nd in the NFL. It's a huge improvement, and there will be head coaching interviews for Biennemi. Now, same thing. If he plays a little better than Heineke, and I think he should because he's got a better arm and he's 
got better foot speed and he's a better prospect coming out of school. And instead of 22nd, the offense is 16th. You get a head coaching job probably Mm -hmm. just based on that. Let's go to Will and Manassas on Grant and Danny. Hey, Will. Hey, Grant and Commander Danny. How are you? Hey, Bob. Hey, so my point is kind of like, you know, when my wife and I were first dating and and then got married, you know, I would always use her, her dad's car, her, her dad's crazy rich. He has a Rolls Royce and some Lamborghinis and I drive those around and have a nice time. And eventually, you know, I wanted my own. I wanted to work for that. And, you know, I I understand, you know, that's kind of hard to achieve, but you know, I wanted that for myself. And I think, you know, the enemy must be in that same position now, you know, it's cool to have Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, but if I can do it on my own with Sam Howell and Terry McLaurin, then, you know, all the more power and everybody's going to look at me much better. Yeah, if he was already the head coach, he wouldn't leave to come here. Like, that's the part I, I think people are struggling to grasp mm-hmm. is his end game is not to keep winning as an offensive coordinator. It's to become a head coach. The way for him to become a head coach is through another destination, not staying in Kansas City. He has tried it. It's not like he's interviewed for a couple of seasons. He's interviewed four or five times. He's interviewed with over half of the NFL, 17 teams, and he hasn't gotten the job. And and we're all saying, hey, it's ridiculous that he's got to do that. Well, he does, so let's benefit from it. Steve's in Chesapeake Beach. What's up, Steve? Hey, guys, what's going on? What's up, buddy? Uh, Just like y'all were saying, um, Washington will be the enemy's fast track to a head coach because of the new ownership coming in. Maybe the new ownership come in. Ron plays out his last year. He get let's go. The enemy's already in, in the building. He's a head coach and prospect. Everybody's been saying he needs to be a head coach. He's already here. I think that's where he's going to be taken. This is going to be the perfect destination for him. If he can take this terrible offense that's you know been in the bottom of the league for years and make him what so-so in the middle of the pack, that's a success for him. 28th or worse, there it is. two of the last three years, to your point. Thanks, bro. Andy in Bethesda feels a little differently, though. He's not seeing it. What's up, Andy? From Bethesda! Man, I mean, th- those those were some good points, but th- the bottom line is this. It's, it's, it's one, you know, it's not just it's not just Sam Howell. What's up with the offensive line, right? I mean, like, so you you got that strike against you, one, right? Unless something magical happens over the offseason. Tons of money in picks. The, the line shouldn't yeah, be sure. a problem. They got they can fix uh-huh. that. Okay, sure. And so then, like, Ron Rivera is dead man walking, right? And I'm pretty sure a new owner coming in is going to stomach him for one year, and then they're going to go through this, you know, expunging process that anything had anything to do with Dan Snyder's footprints. And I think you okay. guys have already said name and maybe colors or whatever could possibly go, go away. Do you think they're going to want to keep anyone around from the old regime? They're going to want – like brand spanking new. They wanted to get – one group wanted, you know, freaking uh, Sean Payton, Payton, right? So, I mean, it's – it's like, why come here just for one year with an unknown quarterback, a right now questionable offensive line? The only bright spot would be the receivers, in my opinion. You're, Maybe the you're doing back. it for that year because you don't plan on long-term. If this was a long-term thing for Biennium, this would be a terrible spot, and I'd tell him so. Yeah, but it's not about long-term. It's not about that. That is the counter, by the way, mm-hmm. what, he, what he just provided. The – Ownership sale, yeah. I think there's a money element to that too, but that's the wild card. The other part of that is we already know that owners were talking to Sean Payton. Ron Rivera is on a hot seat. He has to win this season. Whether they sell or they don't sell, if he doesn't win this season, he's in trouble. If he's out, the whole staff is probably out. 
the enemy will have left Kansas City to go to a place where he basically got set up to fail at, in this hypothetical, and now he's looking for an OC job, which would be a big, big problem. Grant and Danny on the fan, what do you make of the enemy's choice? Staying in Kansas City, coming to Washington, some of the other options that are out there. Plus, we've got all the important dates coming up with the offseason beginning now that the commanders, fans like you need to know. We'll go through those next on G&D. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.